Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Nightside credibility, also absurd news. The Nightside Project on KSL News Radio. All right, welcome back. This is the Nightside Project. I'm Ethan Millard here with Alex Keery. We're just enjoying one good last evening on the Nightside Project. Good old fashioned mm. program. Uh, one of the real highlights of the last uh, three and a half months. Mm-hmm. has been for us to be able to meet and get to know one of America's great entrepreneurs, a man who, during this coronavirus crisis, has just repeatedly reached out and grabbed the economic opportunities that popped up in the That's most right. unlikely places. So, Steve, uh, out in uh, West Valley, I think his, uh, his uh, businesses are located. This was the first commercial uh, back because we didn't know, but there was a massive stimulus coming uh, most of America's way, and Steve, of course, is a is a he's a businessman first, and he popped up on the program. And... Hey there, Utah! Look, coming to look for a place to spend that stimulus check that's burning a hole in your pocket? Come on down to Steve Stimulus Barn off of California Avenue, West Valley. Who has time to shop around those big box stores online when everything's out of stock and Amazon workers are on strike? Here at Steve Stimulus Barn, everything's priced exactly after taxes at $1,200, so you know you're getting a great deal. Used motorcycles, rare breeds of miniature ponies, that Toyota Cressida you drove in high school, a box of insulin. We've got it all for you. You can have it for $1,200. Had a lady come in here the other day and said, hey, you had that sofa over there. Is it worth $1,200? I said, you give me that stimulus check and you just relax the night away in that sofa there. What about this iPhone? Sure, $1,200. Beanie Babies. Your keys you lost last month. A hairdryer that comes with a month lease at a salon in Taylorsville. Boxes of spark plugs. Two Nintendo Switches. A baby giraffe from Hogle Zoo. At Sam Stimulus Barn, we have got you covered. I thought your name was Steve, you might have asked. Have your name changed. $1,200. An original Van Gogh. Not Vince and his brother Tony Van Gogh. $1,200. If you have $1,200, we got something you could spend it on here at Sam or Steve's or whoever Stimulus Barn here in West Valley. West Valley. Uh, he started with you know, good, if, he if started that baby with, uh, giraffe is still there, I'm, I'm going to go down. Well, no, and pick Hogle it up Zoo opened back up. They bought it back. Oh, all right. Yeah, but guess it what was, they uh, guess what they got it for? They they bought it back or they would pawned it. <laughs> well, it was a consignment situation. Oh, okay, <laughs> they couldn't right. get rid of, it, but they bought it back for you. Guess it, twelve hundred dollar. Yeah. Uh, all right. Good deal. So uh, you'll hear some more of these, uh, Steve. We appreciate everybody's uh, text messages coming in of uh, of well wishes. The thing is, is Ethan and I are both employed. Ethan has a different job, not in this building anymore, and I'm still the. Uh, I'll yeah. still be doing. The, I'll still be doing KSL's Unrivaled seven to nine, right here on KSL News Radio. Yeah, I work in the financial world. I invest people's money now. Jeez, who lo- who lost that bet between you and I? <laughs> <laughs> that was you, man. I'm I know, the most but congratulations. Up job. 
the thing is, is you actually get to hang out with your family during the during uh, the evenings. And uh, I it congratulate nice. you. I don't know what that's it like. Nice. I have no idea what that's like. Haven't been able to do it for the past 15 years. All right. Yeah. Uh, Millard, we got a lot of things to uh, get through. I wanted to make sure that uh, that you understood also that there are a couple things that are worrying uh, a lot of people. Now, <clears throat> one of those is just returning to daily regular life. And so there was a an article that I read today, and I want to know what your thoughts are on uh, going back to what would – uh, potentially be a quote-unquote normal day for Ethan Millard. Ethan, I want you to take yourself back to uh, pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. I don't even know when that was. Really, I, honestly, I think about COVID happening the day that Rudy Gobert was diagnosed and we canceled the NBA. That was pretty much, that was kind of the kickoff. And then honestly, was, it was. Right, and then school was canceled the next, that was a Wednesday, and then school the next week. Uh, starting that Monday, we didn't go back, and yeah. we haven't been back since. Mm-hmm. If you're in the Salt Lake School District, you're still never going to go back. So, uh, But in that sense, it's been a weird time since then. Then the earthquake happened the week after, and somebody said via text, the Nightside Project can be summed up in three words, I felt it. And <laughs> I forgot. We had that whole we had a whole show where people just That's called right. in and told us if they felt it or not and where they were when they felt it and uh so we appreciate everybody weighing in on that but what is a normal what does normal life feel like to you Ethan when will you know and we want people to weigh in on the show when will you know that life has quote unquote returned to normal uh when this is all over with I can answer that without even thinking because, you know, we fantasized we fantasized about going on trips again, things like that. But that's ah, not yes. stuff that I did normally. I barely did those things, right? right? right. They, they've, they've, they're fantasy now. They were fantasy then. Um, <laughs> they were you know, bucket we list items then. They were bucket list items uh, mm-hmm. then. And now there will be activities that will actually kill you. Um, Technically, still bucket items. Yes, thanks but yes. to you know, thanks to the you know the evidence supporting masks and how effective those are. We've really opened up to a lot of other things. Um, uh, it's been it's improved the situation at work tremendously. Uh, but I'll tell you what, it's uh, dinner and a movie. Oh, dinner and a movie, and and I don't mean to sound cliche. That's why I know things are back to normal because that's I'm still kind of keeping restaurants in uh, a little bit arm's length, and right, of course, right, movie right. theaters are. Are for the most part, you know, it's still not something that we do. Yeah, but we're still you... we're still kind of we're still a little bit touchy around large crowds, you know. Is is your wife more? Uh, is she more nervous about going out or less nervous than you going out? No, I think we're on the same page. So, but what okay. about for you, Alex? How how are you going to know? Same, same thing. It's the same answer when you and I get to go back out to dinner and lunch again. <laughs> <laughs> But you're talking about you and me going out for dinner movie, right? That's right. Like right. we used to. Yeah, all those friends. All those that we did technically go to more movies and dinner than we've ever gone with our wives. Am I yeah. wrong? No, no, no. That's true. <laughs> Especially I, after those Thursday nights, we used to do those that's Thursday what I'm nights. Saying. At we did the seriously Thursday nights. We would do movies at the Megaplex. We had dinner basically for years on end every Thursday. That you and I were eating together. We essentially <laughs> were dating for years. <laughs> and then we broke up, got right. back together, breaking up again. It's, right, it's right, a classic right. story. Yeah, you know what? And my be- my favorite part about this is the eyes wide open approach my wife has taken into it with just a massive eye roll. So <laughs> good for good for uh, both of our wives for putting up with this whole thing. Uh, yeah. Ethan, also during all this, the Daybell situation has been uh, has has also been, you know, in the very middle of all of – some of the most in, in, the most insane event 
in my life and our kids' lives, we have one of the most insane news stories that has also broken during all of this. And I want to make sure that no one forgets that even during all of this, people are trying to get away with tons of crimes during COVID. And I don't want you to forget. Don't ever forget the daybells, okay? We do not want you to forget, even though COVID's a tough thing, we're going to keep bringing you hard-hitting uh, daybell news during all of this so you don't forget uh, you know, who there's Chad another Lori daybell are. There's another big story that we followed uh, over the course of this uh, of this last um, few months, right. and it actually kind of it actually came to resolution today, uh, and that is um, uh, Susan Powell's parents. Right. We had look, Chuck uh, and Judy Cox. Yes. Filed a lawsuit against the state of Washington, saying that they blew it, that they didn't do enough, and that they didn't follow policy, and that they are partially responsible for the death of Charlie and Braden. And um, they were awarded today $98.5 million in damages. I saw uh, Dave Colley, our colleague, wandering around the building because he was doing a bunch of TV interviews because yeah. it came down. He goes, and I said, hey, this is a, this is a wild day for you. Dave actually uh, filled in a couple of days when you were gone uh, on a weird vacation during the middle of a three-month run of the radio show being back, and you're like, I'm going to go on vacation. It was uh, not vacation. <laughs> Dave Colley came in and uh, – you know, reminded us just about how fascinated we are with that story, uh, made comparisons to the Daybell story on top of all that. But, yeah, today uh, the news 98. is $98.5 million. million. And you know what's interesting about that? The word congratulations that people are probably saying to them is probably the worst congratulations you could ever say. They'd, give, it, they'd give all that money back to have their daughter and It's the weirdest back. way yeah. to say congratulations. You go, oh, good, congratulations. At the same time, though, you're happy that – uh, that this happened this way, you know, after all that happened. We know we know they'd give it all back to have their family back. Well, and think about how many years it took but, also, mm-hmm. just the years of – and the years off their lives, you know, essentially. And you and, know what? And you know what? Uh, because we know the Powell family and we know what good people they are – or the, the Cox family, pardon me, and we know what good people they are. Um, they're going to do a lot of good with that $98.5 million, aren't they? I mean, they're going to do uh, a lot so. of good honoring those kids and making some changes in our world. And I'm I'm interested to see what they do because you know they're going to get activist with it. I know they will. Yeah. Man, it's insane, too, to think about, you know, some lawyer taking $30 million of that, you know, just uh, as their cut. I mean, honestly, that's the <laughs> yeah. cynical side of me that, that thinks about that. <laughs> that kind is of a stuff. really cynical thing to bring I'm up. I'm not kidding. It's just like, think about it. And, and Dave said something, too. He goes, yeah, you know, and if Washington can cough up that amount of cash right now anyway, I mean. I don't know. It's tough. All right. We're going to take the break. We're taking your text, and we appreciate your well wishes. Going to miss you guys. Thanks for the memories, news, laughs. Thanks uh, to your families for letting us spend time with you each night again. This person didn't even know what happened. They go, I, I moved out of Provo eight years ago. You still see you guys all the time. I'm traveling through Salt Lake right now. Just turned on the radio, heard you guys. It was your last night. What's going on? Where are you yeah. going? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. we were actually gone for a few years before this. This was just to bring people a little bit of happiness during uh, the COVID times. Uh, long live the McRib from Gordy. Appreciate it. 57500. We'll keep taking your well wishes throughout the evening here. News, traffic, and weather. We'll come back. We've got more to go on the program. More Steve stimulus, whatever, plus a health class. A golfer thinks he's going to live a long time. We'll tell you what that number is. Stay with us. The Nightside Project continues. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. 
But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.